Next on BYUSN, what a win would really mean for BYU men's basketball tomorrow and what a loss would mean. And which BYU team needs a win the most this weekend? All of them, please. Welcome to BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Friday, February 24th, this is how we do it. I am Spencer Linton alongside the caffeinated, but within BYU standards, Jerem Jordan. I've not had caffeine this morning quite yet. <laughs> you, you are a like morning soda person. I used to be, but now I'm a morning... Uh, more healthy-ish, but sometimes with caffeine in it, drink. Oh, that will go away. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's sometimes maybe in the morning, but rarely. I, I need to like get to like 11 a.m. to feel like soda's an option sure, at that sure. point. Yeah, I used to be like, okay, just give me soda. Used soda. to be like a week ago, right? Straight. No, no. <laughs> this, is, this, has been, this has changed. It's been, it's been going on differently for about the past six months. Consistently, anyway. There will be occasions. I was going to say, I've seen there a soda a, sitting there. Will there will be occasions, yes, when there's nothing else available. <laughs> Around here, it's hard to avoid the sugar. I've, yes, I've abandoned the water, you know, the healthy option. You abandoned water? What? <laughs> I kid. Yeah, I need more water. Okay, I need more water in my life. Well, the kidney stone makes more sense, though, <laughs> <Yeah. Spence. laughs> On today's show, we'll preview men's hoop senior night with the man, the myth, the legend, Gideon George, senior gymnast and beam queen, Elise Rollins. Go Copper Hills Grizzlies joins us ahead of uh, senior night tonight against Utah State. And who's the best BYU football player of the 21st century and why I disagree with Big Game Boomer saying it was Dennis Pitta. But first, today's headlines. Beginning with senior night at the Marriott Center for BYU men's basketball. They will host San Francisco vengeance match this season. Looking to end the regular season on a much needed high note before BYU heads to Las Vegas for their final West Coast Conference Tournament. Will it begin on Thursday or will it begin on Friday? Very much comes down to the result tomorrow. Watch BYU Sports Station game day and BYU Radio pregame coverage both beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Last night, women's basketball game against Portland was postponed to Monday at 6 Eastern on the BYU TV app due to weather issues in the 503. So that means tomorrow's game against Gonzaga is the penultimate game of the regular season. For Eastern on BYU TV. If you haven't seen pictures, videos of Portland, the people slept overnight on the freeway. It, it was crazy. Semis everywhere. It got weird in Portland. Uh, it always does. BYU baseball loses 11 to nothing yesterday ah. against Louisiana. The Raging Cajuns beaten up on the Batcats. The Cougars dropped to two and four on the season. They will try and bounce back against that same team, Louisiana, today, 7 Eastern. You can listen live on BYU Radio and the BYU Radio app. According to that picture we just showed, they're playing without hats sometimes. There you go. Maybe that's the problem. They wear the hat. Uh, softball lose to Missouri, 11-3 in five innings. Texas A&M, 8-6 loss as well in the opening games of the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic. Cougars play Old Mountain West Conference and WAC rival San Diego State tonight, 11 Eastern time. Eighth-ranked BYU men's volleyball on the West Coast as they take on Concordia Irvine. The Cougs 8-4 on the season, coming off a couple of losses against number two UCLA. Good luck to the men tonight. Yeah, they're going to get two wins this weekend. And then uh, at Grand Canyon, who's still Big undefeated. One. Big Still one. undefeated top five. Senior night for gymnastics against Utah State. Anissa Alvarado, Sarah Barron, Lindsey Hunter, Alex Mason, Rebecca Ripley, Elise Rollins, who will join us later in the program, will be honored tonight, 9 Eastern, on BYU TV. Eight different women's volleyball players including Aaron Livingston and Whitney Bauer are currently in Colorado Springs this weekend trying out for the United States women's volleyball squad. 
The U.S. currently ranked fourth in the world and will look to qualify for the Volleyball World Cup this year. Yeah, they won't be uh, playing for that team particularly. There but are different levels. Collegiate national teams yes. and A2s and whatnot. But, um, yeah, there have been several opportunities there for USA uh, players from BYU, which is exciting. Men and women's track and field continues competition in the Ken Shannon Last Chance Invite in Washington and the BYU Indoor Invitational, the third. Okay. I, I like that. You know what? It's like the grandson of Not the, the first second, one, just the third. The third. Yep. BYU men's tennis at Boise State tomorrow. The Cougs three and three on the season. Junior Dominic Yakovlevich just named WCC Singles Player of the Week after wins against St. Mary's and Weber State. And former Cougars Paula C.K. and Calvin Whiting are in the starting lineup for local side Utah Warriors of Major League Rugby who play their home opener against the Dallas Jackals tomorrow at Four Eastern Time. Going to be a cold one. The Dallas Jackals mm -hmm. all rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. It all comes down to senior night for BYU men's basketball, determining their fate and seeding for the West Coast Conference Tournament Bracket. Now, we won't it, be saying those words next year. I, no, it, it will be <laughs> We'll be like, BYU is the 11 seed. In the Big 12 Tournament. Yeah. And they might actually have a shot at being on the bubble as the 11 seed in that conference. Who knows, man? No joke. Yeah. It, it's that good. It just takes a couple of players. Jerem, what would a win tomorrow versus San Francisco mean for BYU on all of the different levels compared to what a loss yeah. would mean for the Cougars? Let's break it down. And you and Greg did a great job on Wednesday, um, and Dave and I were talking about it uh, uh, Thursday as well, uh, yesterday. It's been a long week. Um, win equals five seed for BYU tomorrow uh, because BYU wins the tiebreaker. Um, well, tie in the head-to-head, -head, tie in the one through ten, which is crazy, when you go through record versus one through ten. It'd go down to net, and at that point, BYU's going to have a higher net. Um, BYU does right now, and they will with a win. A loss equals six seed if, and this is provided by Greg on Twitter, appreciate it, didn't have to look it up, if Portland <laughs> wins at Pacific. Now, Portland beat Pacific at home. Will they win on the road? Pacific is ahead of Portland in the standings currently. If, so again, if BYU loses and Pacific wins, seven seed, and for the first and last time, BYU would play on Thursday in a 7-10 game against a Pepperdine team that a few weeks ago uh, took it to BYU. So win tomorrow, you're the five seed. And that's really important, and you, you've brought this up. If you're the five, you're then on LMU's side of the bracket for the four seed in the quarterfinal. I love that matchup. Obviously, BYU pounded them in the last game they played. You have a shot at the semis. You really do. If you can beat San Francisco... And then uh, you show you have to beat the 8-9 game. What is that going to be, Portland and, and, San, and Diego. San Diego? You won both of those individual games. You only played one against those two teams. And then uh, you can beat LMU, potentially, and you're in the semis. And to me, and this is an early answer to a question we will discuss next week, what is the goal for BYU in this tournament? It's to get to Monday. It, if BYU can get to Monday, I go, nice job. Um, you know, you got to, what, 19 wins and assuming they beat San Francisco tomorrow yes uh, yes if you don't beat San Francisco and you're on the other side of the bracket I don't like BYU's chances against potentially Santa Clara in a quarter Santa Clara's playing great ball they won six in a row they got argue I, I mean there are better players than Pajemski but not too many like if you didn't have a Gonzaga or a St. Mary's in the league 
Pajemski is the player of the year. Second in rebounding in the league, third in scoring or something. Yeah. Second in scoring. He's awesome. So the point is to get the five seed to get on LMU's side because that's just the most favorable quarterfinal sure, between sure. Santa Clara and LMU. Obviously, you have to get through teams that maybe you've already lost to. But if uh, unless you're playing Portland-San Diego, you beat both those teams. Now, we understandably are clearly focused on the seeding and what it means yeah. for BYU in the postseason tournament. But, like, there are some subtopics in play here that matter a lot. BYU's lost four straight games. Oh, yeah, that. You want to lose five straight going into Vegas? Good night. It just feels it like It might be six and you're done. Yeah. You might be the seventh place team and you're playing Pepperdine coming off of a fifth consecutive loss. I think about that. That's how bad it could potentially be. So there's this subtopic that, oh, yeah, they probably need to end the losing streak to try and create something positive going to Vegas. Then it's senior night. And you want Gideon George and Rudy Williams to go out again with something positive in front of their home fans. Not as important as the seeding and BYU's potential matchups in the bracket, but that would certainly help. So some positive subtopics leading to the bigger picture in Vegas all lead to creating some type of momentum before BYU heads south to the Orleans Arena for their final West Coast Conference tournament. Until they get to the NIT Final Four. If BYU gets to Monday... (laughs) then maybe, Did it. maybe BYU's invited to the NIT. Perhaps. Based on their net ranking and the fact that they have some quality wins on their resume. So if, they if, will have won three or four. And now you're trending in the right direction. We all, we've always talked about like committees love teams that are trending positively or yeah. playing good basketball and in And that's March. like enough, right? Because yeah. you, you will have lost five of eight as well. But you get to 19 wins, and you still have a win against Creighton on your schedule and a win over Utah, and now you have a little bit of momentum. You probably have beaten an LMU team that qualifies as a, it's another quad two victory. Yeah, and an NIT team probably. Santa Clara, LMU feel like NIT squads right now. So the, yeah. Which is, and this league is good. They don't make the tourney, NCAA tournament. They, NIT is good if you're not named Gonzaga, St. Mary's, BYU. This is desperation mode. BYU needs to win this game. Not just to get oh, the yeah. better seating. They needed to create something positive because it feels like the team, and I can't believe I'm saying it again late in February, is now at the bottom. Like It's been tough at certain points this season. I feel like this is the lowest yeah. that BYU has been. This is lower than losing season. to South Dakota and UVU because BYU potentially could be a seven seed going to Yes, the and losing tough games yeah. to St. Mary's and Gonzaga in heartbreaking fashion. Yeah, those are lows, but... There are moral victories involved right there. There's no For this vi- team, absolutely. There are no yes. moral victories in losing four straight and potentially no. losing a fifth straight no. before the conference postseason tournament. Yeah. They have to win this game if they have any hope of making some type of run to Monday in the West Coast and Conference And to me, tournament. you don't have to get past Monday. It's not realistic to think you get past Just Monday. get to Monday. It may not even be realistic to think you get to Monday, but certainly this team has shown us they can do that. They can beat up Portland or San Diego in an 8-9 type of game. They can beat LMU. We saw them beat them a couple weeks ago by 28. Granted, BYU in this gym, very different than BYU in other gyms. But if they capture something, yeah, you at least salvage some positivity. And if you somehow salvage the NIT, oh, you, you, you crept out of the darkness into the light a little bit there. And, and the unfortunate reality with senior night tomorrow is it'll be the last game for some other guys. The attrition of college basketball is such there will be a few guys that leave. And given how this season went, Spence, 
I expect that number to maybe be a little higher than if BYU had been super successful. Also, NIL attracts other guys to different places. BYU will attract good players to this place uh, to replace them. Um, and hopefully it's better than last year's sort of recruiting hall. Yeah, and there are going to be some guys that want to come play in the Big 12. Absolutely. Straight up. Absolutely. There will be uh, other players from uh, all walks of life that will want to play at BYU because this is a place where anybody can come and play, which is great. And it's been fun to get to know these guys. Next year is going to be a different squad with a different situation. But this team right now, tomorrow night, like you said, huge game, got to win. The season has been tough, but if you're the five seed, that's the same as last year. Last year's team was better than this year's team, but you could at least equal that. Equal that. That's also which feels that, like something nice. That's another one of those subtopics. Given right? how this season's gone, <laughs> for you to be the five, right. you could look down at the other five and be like, "We stink, but you stink more." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like BYU can can rise up in a way these last couple of games and capture something like football did. Four-game losing streak. Nope, we end the season with some nice wins, some positivity, and go, okay, it wasn't what we wanted. Certainly football. I'm feeling better about how football ended than men's basketball at this point. But if you can make the NIT, even if you go one and done, you're on the road, you lose, whatever, it's like, okay, made the postseason. That was like getting to a bowl game. Little run to the semi. Yeah. A little win streak that takes you into uh, the postseason. It's not exactly what we wanted. But, but you got better at the end. Okay, now we move on. We make some changes, and we try and get better next year. Coach Pope and the staff, and I, I want Cody Feger and Nick Robinson, Cahill Finnell, and Coach Pope because I know how much work they put into this with the guys and how many hours, I mean countless hours, where they're trying to figure this thing out, and it has been a bumpy, bumpy ride. I want them to have something positive in the worst way. They need, they need it. The fan base needs it. The program needs it. Sure. Beat San Francisco tomorrow and just push forward to the Vegas tournament with on a win. <laughs> a one-game win streak would feel monumental. Uh, and it's not a streak, uh, but yes. <laughs> uh, to- topic, yeah, I've got to have two. Topic two. What team on ca- and maybe it's the one we just mentioned. What team on campus needs a win the most tomorrow? I feel like men's basketball is the most desperate. Okay, so who else? So, but I, I kind of feel like the women's basketball team because they have a chance to actually do something in the West Coast Conference, like make, maybe win it, Jerem. They're, you, th- I, you think so, given could, how good Portland and Gonzaga have been? Gonzaga's really good. BYU played them, and the one game that BYU played them, the Cougars played them tough, had a lead yeah. with eight minutes to go in the game in Spokane. Yeah. We'll see tomorrow. We've seen this before. I don't think that it's that surprising if BYU beats Gonzaga tomorrow. Gonzaga has traditionally struggled in Provo on the women's basketball It's a tough side. place to play. They, they have not had a ton of success here. Yeah. And so, I, yeah, it wouldn't be shocking if BYU's women's team beats Gonzaga tomorrow and that they also beat Portland. Portland's down Haley Andrews, their star point guard. They're not they the have sa- for a long time, though, and still been pretty good. They're not the same team yeah. that BYU lost to in Portland with Haley Andrews. Yeah. That's she's, my point. She's, she's been great. out for – well, they've only had two losses in the league basically without her. And that's a, fair, awesome. that's a fair point, yeah. but they're coming to Provo. Uh, it would not shock Are they? Me. Do we know that they got out of Portland? On Monday. It's been well, they're in San Diego now. I know oh, that. Right, right, right. They're in, so they're coming we from San Diego to We know they're going to get out of San Diego, but not after 10 p.m. <laughs> Noise ordinance. I feel like the women's basketball team could, could benefit a ton for placement. Like being the three seed instead of the four seed, because Gonzaga's great on the women's side in Vegas. 
Portland's had oh, some yeah, issues in Vegas. So I like the matchup better with Portland on the 3-2 line on Monday for yeah. BYU to get to the championship game. And so, sure. yeah, there are a lot of things at play. BYU men's basketball is the most desperate, but I feel like the women's basketball team could super benefit from yeah. a win tomorrow. Men's hoops needs to win the most to be the five, right? Women's hoops could certainly benefit. Baseball feels like they need to win, too. After a 10-1 opener in, in uh, Ruston they started against Louisiana Tech. They started 2-0. They've they lost struggled the last four. They got blown out 11-0 last night. That feels important. Uh, men's volleyball obviously need, need a win. They're going to get two wins against Concordia. Not worried about them. It's next week at Grand Canyon. Women's gymnastics uh, had a rough week, a week, and they're on the bubble. They need to be 196 tonight. Yeah, they, they gotta go. There's some pressure. They, gotta there. Go they, they need to yep. score well. So 194 last week, not good enough. They can climb off the bubble and kind of secure their spot in regionals. So there's a lot. Yeah, of they always make regionals. It's what they do. They gotta get. It's what they do. They gotta get to that point. Get out of the play-in scenario in regionals. You don't want to be one of the bottom four teams because no they, one breaks down gymnastics right? play-in regionals like BYU Sports. Come on, forget it. Yeah. All right, our question of the day. What do you expect on senior night for BYU men's basketball? Jared Call on Twitter says, I'm only allowing myself to expect a hard-fought game. Anything else would be great. Come on now. This team is going to... Like, this team needs to rally. I believe they will rally. Like, th- this is a massive game they, to they build momentum. They get it. Something. Santa Clara, uh, we'd like to think BYU is more like the team that beat LMU at home than the team that didn't beat Santa Clara at home. That's yes. the hope. It's been a couple weeks. They can capture that. Hashtag BYUSN, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Big game tomorrow. Women's Hoops host number 18, Gonzaga. That's how you say it, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's not any other way. The Zogs. What? Gonzaga. Anyway, 4 Eastern tomorrow on BYU TV. This isn't, uh, you know, the last game anymore. That's Monday against Portland, but still, big game with Gonzaga. Up next, he's one of the reasons I expect BYU to show up with just yeah. the hard-fighting attitude tomorrow. Gideon George here to preview the senior night matchup against San Francisco. Beat the Dons! This is BYU Sports Nation. Beast. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. We are live in Studio B with your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. I'm Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan and the Beast, Gideon George, is with us back in studio. Did Gideon. you ever watch X-Men? Have you seen X-Men? Yeah, I have. Yeah. I have seen X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> Could be that Beast. You know. yeah. Hey, we're hoping that the Beast from the entire team shows up tomorrow night against San Francisco. and You've got a a significant challenge. It's a good team that beat you in the Bay Area, but now you get them in Provo on senior night. How are you feeling overall about where the team is and the opportunity that lies ahead tomorrow night? Um, First of all, thank you guys for having me here. And um, also, you know, it's been a struggle all season for us, you know, and this game is like really important though. The key component that we'll just talk about is like, how can we get better the next day? So how can we be better today at practice? How can we be better tomorrow at the game and leading all the way to the tournament? So we're just going to take it a day at a time and we're just going to go fight tomorrow and give it all we have. The stakes are simple. You win, you're the five. You lose, you're the six or seven. What, uh, what does that mean for you guys in terms of motivation and energy and whatnot going to the last one? Or did you not need it because you know you've lost four in a row and it's senior night? 
Um, I don't think we like really dwell on that. We just, like I said, we're just trying to get better every day. And I don't even know what's our record right now because I don't want to look into that. I just want to come every day and like give my all. So tomorrow we're coming in there to give our all. Even today at practice, we're coming in today and giving our all. So that's, uh, that's where we dwell as a team right now, just getting better every day. How do you manage the emotions that are so naturally surrounding a senior night when you're playing your final game in front of the Marriott Center crowd in the West Coast Conference? This is your second senior night, by the way. I won't <laughs> yeah. that up. Uh, <laughs> um, I hope my wife doesn't cry and I got my family here my brother and his family he's uh, they're here yeah awesome. they're here and my friend flew in from New York oh, last really? night yeah so he's here and uh he's just fun though I'm just going to miss like the good people around here because I always say everyone they got great people uh, um, here so I'm going to miss that so uh, it's going to be fun and I'm looking forward to that have you allowed yourself emotionally to sort of understand that this is the last time, or will you do that later? Uh, I think I'll do that later. That will come later. I'm trying as, as much as possible not to really think about that. I just want to come tomorrow and like play and give my heart all. And because this is like my last game in the mirror, and it just embrace everything, just enjoy everything there, and like play so hard. How would you describe your three years at BYU? How would you summarize that? Um, I have learned a lot and I have gotten better in many areas and um, like Coach Pope has helped me a lot and just seeing like my growth and like just being that leader on the team helping the new guys like I look at myself sometimes I'm like I was the new guy here like I didn't know much but <laughs> just seeing like being here three years like meeting great people out here and like just meeting good friends and like making good connections here and the way Coach Pope like put me in this situation to be a leader and I've grown so much better so I'm really like just sitting down just seeing everything I'm like wow I know I can do something like this. One of the great uh, BYU football players of all time from Ghana, Ziggy Ansah, who was the fifth pick in the NFL draft, he said at the Y Awards the year after he was done at BYU, he said, I went to BYU, but BYU also went through me. Um, what you just described kind of feels like that, right? Yeah. The, the opportunity that we have to get to know you, participate in your amazing foundation in the shoe drive, but also watch you play basketball. Like, there's two sides to this, right? Certainly you came here to do a thing, but that thing wasn't just basketball, I feel like. You came here to sort of impact people's lives. How, how have you seen kind of that impact on others? And, and you just described it a little more, but that impact on you? Uh, I wouldn't like take credit on that because I'll like give like my brother credit and my wife like, so they're like on my board and his wife too. So I'll give them credit for that. Just being able to like push me every day and um, just seeing the impact I'm making on people's life back home in Nigeria is like game changer for them. And because I was in that situation in Nigeria, like people giving me uh, shoes and like uh, practice jerseys and stuff like that. And I was blessed to come to the state and play basketball. And I'm so blessed to be here at BYU and with the tons of love that the fans have shown all around. So that's, that has a special place in my heart. And like just being able to like just change people's life back home is like the world to me. 
Gideon George is with us on BYU Sports Nation. Gideon, you've mentioned your wife a couple of times, how much she means to you. You were married in December. Yeah. How has your life changed since you made it official and got married? Yeah, he's so awesome. She's the best. She's, she's awesome. She helps me a lot. And um, just and also I'll give a shout out to Bobby for like officiating the wedding and Brandon Gobo coming in. And I didn't even <laughs> know he was coming to the wedding. Oh, really? That's yeah, awesome. So he came to the wedding and my wife didn't even know he was there till Bobby was like, Brandon, can you bring out the ring? She's like, who is Brandon? Brandon is here. So she was surprised. So like i like i love brandon for like he's done so much for me coming to nigeria and like helping me to come over here so i love brandon for everything he have done and he doesn't require me to give him nothing he just show me pure love and kindness so i'm really grateful for that man and also i'm really grateful for bobby and his wife for like being there for me so i'm really grateful for them uh, I know you had a fun Sunday because you went to the All-Star Game, and the halftime was all Nigerian musicians, yeah. including Burna Boy and others. And I was like, this is awesome. How was that for you? Um, first and foremost, the All-Star Game is like, uh, I don't know, but what do I know? So, it's bad basketball. It was so bad, right? <laughs> what do I know? But the halftime show is like epic. I was... Yeah, for the uh, the halftime show, just seeing Bonnie Boy, like he's like my favorite musician, and mm. just seeing Tam, seeing Rama from. Did you know they were gonna be there? Yeah, I kind yeah. of like I saw it on. I saw it on Instagram then yeah. because I was like, yeah, I ain't going to go to the All-Star game. But I saw the <laughs> halftime show. One of us was like, I want a ticket. I need a ticket. I, I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> how how cool was that to see, um, you know, your native countrymen and women in the United States at this huge event in Salt Lake City? Yeah. That was probably a merging of two worlds for you. Yeah, he's, he's like awesome. I bet you some people right there didn't know what they were saying, but <laughs> I was just out there vibing, just... <laughs> just singing to the beat, just having a good time. I DM'd you, I was like, dude, this is great. <laughs> yeah, I saw your DM, I was yeah. like, yeah, she's yeah. a Nigerian representing me. I, know, I was, was like, that's awesome, <laughs> that yeah, awesome, so that man. was really good. That's great. I like to hear that. I like that, the, like, vibing. So how do, you, how do you maintain, like, that good mindset? Because you've said it's been, it's been difficult, but you're trying to stay positive and get better day by day. So how do you take that attitude, that vibing attitude, into tomorrow and and win that game against San Francisco? Um, it requires just like, you know, as I say, vibing. We got to come in and like still vibe and play hard, you know, just give it all, like diving on every loose ball, go grab all the old ball, go grab all the defensive rebound and like just guarding your yard. So it will require a lot from us tomorrow as a team, not in, uh, individually, collectively. How can we be together and like just come put something epic tomorrow night because it's like our last, me and Rudy last merry-go-round in Mary yeah. Center. It will require you to do everything that you did not see in the All-Star game, right? <laughs> Which is called defense. Um, you actually have to play defense. Some great offense there, but no defense. Um, when it comes to the game tomorrow and, and what is required, um, and what, what is it that will ensure that you guys win this game? Like, you want to get better. But what things within the game are you thinking, okay, we do this, this, and that, or whatever. Yeah, we're gonna win. We're gonna guard our yard. We're gonna de we're gonna defend home court. So, like as you just say, guarding our yard is like really important. You know, how can we stop the other team? Like limit them to like only one shot, and um, how can we rebound? 
is going to require that a lot and how can we execute on offense and protecting the ball is like really important. How can we stay under 10 less turnovers tomorrow? So that mm. will be really important for us. The turnover thing has gotten a lot better yes. um, with this team. And then defensively, you guys have been good uh, most of the year. Obviously a couple of setbacks recently, but yeah, that's been the strength of this team. Uh, at the beginning of the season when, when uh, Pope and the staff said, hey, we're going to defend at this level now. Were you like, yeah, 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 but we got to score? Or were you like, okay, it, it requires something different? Because this team's been really good defensively most of the year. Yeah, so we're, we take pride on our defense because we can guard. We got a lot of guys that can guard, so we take pride on that. And offense will come naturally, and it's really hard to play defense. So, And I'm really proud of this team for like sticking with it all year long and... So sometimes I'll just look. I'm like, wow, we can guard. We can. We got guys that have like hearts that want to play hard all the time. So I'm really proud of this team for that. Yeah, it certainly will take some guarding tomorrow against yep. uh, that talented San Francisco lineup with Khalil Shabazz and uh, and company. They they obviously like to shoot the three. Uh, with that in mind, what's your message to BYU fans tomorrow? Um, if they come and watch BYU basketball, what type of product and team are they going to see take the floor tomorrow night at the Marriott Center? Uh, it's just going to be a team that will play hard and give it all out there tomorrow and guard our yard. I know I say that all the time, but we have to guard our yard to be able to win. And we got to protect the basketball, and we're just going to have fun out there tomorrow. What's your foundation website again if people want to learn more about it? Uh, the George Helping Hands Foundation. George Helping Hands Foundation. Let's go. Okay. okay. We'll, throw, we'll, we'll make sure that gets put out again on social media. Fantastic work by you and the foundation and your family. Um, I can't believe it's uh, your actual senior night, a second senior night, but the actual Are we senior sure it's night? your senior night? Isn't that like another <laughs> one that we could sneak in there somehow? Yeah, but, and we'll, uh, we'll see in Vegas, but yeah, last home game. Great. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. to you and everything you've accomplished uh, here in the community. Great fan, just fantastic stuff. Appreciate you guys so much and Thank you guys for having me here. I'm so humble and honored to be here at BYU and also to like everyone that has been part of my life and I'm thankful, you know, just a kid coming from New Mexico, not knowing what Utah is like and just being here, all the stuff people, they got wonderful, awesome people out here, good people, great people. So I'm really grateful for that. The Beast is going to ball out tomorrow night. Beast going to ball out. Gideon George, let's it, go. And you can, uh, you can watch the pregame show. We got you on BYU TV with BYU Sports Nation. Game day tomorrow, 9 Eastern time. Live reports from Spence on the court. Gideon will tell him something super interesting that he didn't tell us just now. <laughs> going to be tomorrow night on the pregame show. Up next, who would we rank as the number one BYU football player to come out of Provo in the 21st century? It's not that guy, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so much hate for Dennis. <laughs> I don't hate him. Okay, fine. You love him. <laughs> this is BYU Sports Nation. I love Nation. Dennis. He's, he's just, not number one. He's just not number one. I love Dennis. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Follow the show on B, uh, on uh, what social media uh, on BYU Sports Nation, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and the TikTok. On your open up your computer, follow the show wherever you can. Yes, just type in just Google BYU Sports Nation. Bing it. Plenty if of options. Yahoo. If you're still using that, is that still usable? I don't know. He is Jerem. I am Spencer. Time to whip it.
Cougar Whip Round presented by Maersk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. With last night's uh, home matchup versus Portland women's hoops being postponed due to weather to Monday. Gibbs yeah. face Gonzaga tomorrow. I'm sure you're aware. Uh, video of Portland. What uh, in the world? Here, by the way, uh, don't even try. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's nuts. Uh, shout out to the homies in the 503. Please be safe, uh, including my in-laws. So what impact, if any, Will, the, will this have on women's basketball's chances of getting to the three seed in the WCC tournament? We have this Saturday-Monday thing again with Gonzaga Portland. Well, BYU needs to at least beat one of the two, Gonzaga or Portland, to be tied with San Diego, assuming San Diego loses to Portland on Saturday. Yeah. Okay? Which, so, which that's a 2-3 matchup. Who knows? It's tough. Like, in the slim gym. San Diego could win on their home floor and then BYU's the four seed, right? It's, it is, it's, yeah. That, that's just what they are. Um, I feel like BYU, yeah, I feel like BYU has to win both games, Jerem. Like, like, to be the three? To be the three. Yeah. I feel like they probably have to win both. BYU can do it. Um, the form that BYU's in, as they say in soccer, not great uh, at the moment, but we've seen a BYU team that can beat Portland and Gonzaga. But it requires Nani Falatea playing great. 100%. Uh, Warren Gustin's been pretty consistent there, obviously. But you need other pieces. Uh, Kaylee Smiler, Ariel Mackey-Williams, uh, yes. uh, Calvert. They need to play well like, in the biggest games of the season right now. These two are the biggest games of the season. I'll give you some numbers for Nani that will really impact whether or not BYU wins. Give it to me, Spence. Okay. First of all, she needs to have at least a one and a half to one assist to turnover ratio. When BYU does that, when Nani does that. And that's not even a good ratio. No, the Cougars win. Okay. The Cougars win. Take care of the basketball. One and a half assists to one turnover individually. If she does that, I'm telling you, BYU is going to win the game. Nani, take care of the ball. We're good. She'll score. She'll score. She scores. She'll score. Right? It's going to happen, but my, my goodness. I don't love that it's a Monday game, but at least. Don't like it too because BYU chooses not to practice on At least it's in Provo. And that, that should make a difference. Big game boomer. Says Dennis Pitta, Jerem, is the best BYU football player of the 21st century. Mm. So in the last 23 years, best BYU football player. What are your thoughts on this? Now, if you're saying NFL and college career, yeah, I think Dennis has been the best. Um, you could argue Fred Warner actually has been the best. But I would argue if it's BYU only, Zach Wilson, his 2020 by itself was amazing. Number two pick. Like, I would argue Zach Wilson's season was the best. But again, if you're including college and NFL, I would say Fred Warner because he's been all pro. Yeah, how do, you, how do you qualify this? Is it just at BYU? If it's just at BYU, I'm going with Zach Wilson, man. Okay. If it's just at BYU, Dennis has a case because he, he said has all kinds of records. But he right? ain't number one. I'm going to go off the radar here. 32 and 7 as a starting JJ quarterback. Luigi? 32 and 7 as a starting quarterback at BYU. Max. The best record ever compiled by any starting quarterback over three seasons. Max Hall. Mm. If we're just doing BYU, that is unbelievable. That volume. Yes. Consistency of three 10 plus one seasons. It's incredible. And that was at the height of the Mountain West Conference powers when yep. Utah and TCU were both really good. Yep, that's a great one. I'm going to hear from Max later. Uh, <laughs> PFF released its list of the top 100 players from the 2022 NFL season. Fred Warner at number 34, the lone Cougar on the list. Is that a fair ranking? I think Fred should be higher. Mm. 
I think you should Creed be, principle. I think you should be at least the number one linebacker listed. And right now it's Bobby Wagner at 30. Yeah. I feel like he's on my Fred, uh, enemy list now too. Okay. I feel like <laughs> Fred should before. be at least 29 if Bobby Wagner is 30. Yeah, Bobby had a good season, but I thought Fred had a better one. Yes, agreed. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think Fred should have been the number one linebacker. Hey, just pretty awesome. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. We're like, mad. We're mad that BYU oh no, has, he was the number two linebacker. He's one NFL. of the top 40 players in the entire national. He's football no Dennis, league. you know. <laughs> What's more likely, BYU men's basketball does indeed earn the five seed yeah. in the West Coast Conference tournament, or the women get the three seed? Feels like the five seed's more attainable. It's one game one against game. a winnable uh, opponent, right? Portland Gonzaga women's hoops has to rise up and win those games, so I, I'm going to go with five seed. Yes, just the clear logistics, more. statistics alone, and and hopefully women's hoops wins both and San Diego lose, and boom, you're the three. I would love that. I would love that. Yes, let's let's hope for that. Probably not going to happen, but let's we hope, hope for that. We hope for BYU by a million in every game. <laughs> uh, we know who pays the checks. BYU baseball has dropped to two and four on the season. Eleven nothing loss last night in game two against Louisiana. How are we feeling about the Batcats? Let's it's early. Yeah. It's just so early. It's baseball. You play a million games. Yeah, it's not time to panic at, at all. Um, when it is, we will scream and yell. We've seen some incredible baseball. The first two games, and frankly, they should have been 3-0. They had a big lead in game three and let that kind of slip away late. So it's just too early. An inconsistent BYU baseball team on the road in Louisiana, fine. Just win at least one of these final two and come back to Provo, and then we'll go from there. I would say bring Raisin Canes with you, but we have one in Provo. So we're here. It's yeah, like three minutes away from campus. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's the post-game place after yeah. the T-John Karoma. We're talking about all sorts of former BYU football players. Going on. Former offensive lineman and center is currently playing for the Seattle Sea Dragons, Jerem's favorite, oh, my XFL, favorite team. XFL team. favorite XFL team Long-time Sea Dragons oh, fan. Huge Sea Dragons fan. Fragger! Which former BYU player would you tune in specifically to see play in the XFL? Uh, like nobody. <laughs> If, if Austin Collie, uh, you know, was uh, if this was eight years ago or something, maybe. But uh, no, I, I don't, I don't know. It's not the NFL, guys. You know what I mean? If Tyler Algier is in the XFL, yes, I'm watching. But he's in yeah. the NFL. I'm trying to think about a guy that like may, maybe could have made it in the NFL, but is right there and it's, it's, he's exciting. Like if Cody Hoffman seven years yeah. ago was in this situation. Yeah, I would watch yes. Cody. But currently, uh, I, don't, I don't. That's tough. If Aleva Hifo signed an XFL contract, I like Aleva. I'm, I'm somewhat what? close with him. I'd probably watch. Cl or, yeah, our producer Amy Harris just said, "What about Samson Nakua?" Yes, I'm not tuning in live though. I'm just hoping a BYU fan spits it out on Twitter. <laughs> like I'm gonna save myself like three hours of time. Hey, a couple of receivers. Aleva you know, I got Hifo, a lot Samson going on Nikua. right now. Yeah. Samson's a fun personality. Yeah, I might watch. This I follow thing. him on Instagram. He'll Samson post his Nikua. highlights. I'll just see him there. Yeah, okay. We're good. Okay, listen to BYU Baseball as they face the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns. Game 3 of 4 series continues tonight, 7 Eastern, on the BYU radio app. Up next, she's the beam queen at BYU. Yeah. All-American senior gymnast Elise Rollins in studio to preview senior night against Utah State. What's on the line for the Gym Cats? This is BYU Sports. Copper Hills, what? This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Maersk your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation on a Friday. We're live in Studio B and welcoming in guests. We have a Copper Hills Grizzly on the show. Yeah. Jerem's very, very proud to have a fellow 
CHHS, man. Copper Hills Grizzly with us. Stuttering high school. Elise Rollins, she's the beam queen. Your coach called you the Rudy of BYU Gymnastics. Showed up in Provo, didn't have a scholarship. Now you're an All-American, and you're one of the leaders, if not the leader on the team. What a career for you. Um, <laughs> congratulations, first and foremost, on that. Thank you. <laughs> How are you feeling going into senior night uh, after everything you've gone through? Um, I'm really excited. I'm excited to be with my like fellow class members, and we, have, we all have a really good relationship, so I'm excited to just celebrate them and us together. So. I can't believe it's senior night already. I always, uh, I was just telling you, I always feel like, hey, late March, yeah, we'll get to, no, it's tonight. <laughs> um, what are the emotions like for you as uh, you go through? It's not your last home meet because you have one Wednesday mm -hmm. at 11. Show up, everybody. <laughs> kids day. Um, kids day, which is always uh, fun. Uh, fun. Um, <laughs> what are the emotions like for you as you embrace sort of, hey, this is, this is one of the last meets here? Um... Yeah, I'm actually kind of glad we have another meet after because it just like makes this one just like, of course, we get celebrated, but it's a little bit less pressure. And I'm just excited to be in the Smithfield house. So we've seen this team go through some ups and downs, um, mm -hmm. really slow start, but then consistently got better. I want to say three weeks in a row, your score got better and then a dip and then a tough week last week. So where's where is the team mentality right now, knowing that, hey, we we're capable of great things coming off a rough week. So what's been the mentality like this week? Um, we actually kind of switched it this week to, like, instead of focusing on, like, we need to get good scores for a regional placement, we're kind of focusing on just, like, celebrating every hit routine. And, I mean, every routine that we do is, like, because of months of hard work. So we're just celebrating every routine that we do. So like micro focus yeah. as opposed to a macro goal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, gotcha. so. um, your Deep Blue is coming out in a couple of weeks, so mm -hmm. get excited about that, everybody. <laughs> um, and we have three, uh, two other of your teammates as well, which will be fun, and this Alvarado and others. Um, your story is unique, and Spencer mentioned it. Walk us back to like when you showed up at BYU and what your, your mindset and goals were versus like, oh, you're one of the best on beam in the country now. Yeah, I... When I started BYU, I was like really, I felt like I was kind of the underdog a little bit. I had a lot to prove. Um, I would say my main goals as a freshman was just competing. And I mean, I got to that point and I... Like just getting out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I got to that point and that was really exciting. And then I kind of like really wanted to do more than just beam. And so like the summer after that and... Um, over the years, I like really wanted to do floor and really wanted to do vault. So those are kind of my new goals, and I've been working towards that. So, When did you realize that you were excellent on the beam? Like, what was the first moment in your life where you're like, I'm good at this? <laughs> um, I kind of thought that I, well, I don't want to sound cocky. <laughs> but <laughs> I, just us here. No one's watching. No, no, no. You yeah. should. Be cocky. <laughs> um, but I felt like... I was pretty good in club. I like beam was always like the event that I knew I was good yeah. at, and I had like my senior year. I my coach let me put in all the skills that I had, so <laughs> I would just be doing as many skills in my routine as possible, and I scored pretty well even with all those skills in my routine. So I don't know. I felt like I was good in club, and then college, of course, rearranges your. <laughs> it's a 
cultural shock. Yeah, yeah. Culture shock for sure. You've had to fight through some things, but you've yeah. done that. And yeah. I want to ask you about that because being a college gym, there are certain sports at BYU that I go, eh, I feel like I could have done that physically. Um, maybe, <laughs> but there's other sports I go, there's no way like swimming and diving. They practice like twice a day. They're in there forever. And then gymnastics is one that really sticks out too. Cause you guys work crazy hard and the pounding on your body and how strong you have to be. Like, what does it take physically and emotionally to be a high level gymnast in the NCA? Um, it's very tiring. <laughs> you kind of just get used to being tired all the time, which is still it's fun still <laughs> um but yeah it's a lot of practice four hours a day about and just a lot more pressure than club because you have a team relying on you and you have to prove yourself to get into the spot that you need so it's just a little bit different because mm. there's a lot more people that rely on you so elise rollins is with us on byu sports nation she is a beam specialist to the max what are you thinking about on the beam when you're up there, what's going through your mind? <laughs> well, I start with a prayer. <laughs> Very nice. um, and then I have a lot of words that I say to myself to just kind of like cheer me on and kind of keep my mind focused. <laughs> so, like, but like buzzwords, like confidence words, what are these? Um, they're kind of like things, kind of like corrections that I've been told, but also just things to help me like know what to focus on. And Do you mind if we know the words? Um, I'll give like some, but I usually just say like, I'm quick, I'm strong, I'm powerful. I you love that. You say these in the deep blue. <laughs> yeah, it, I do. It, that, that'll yeah. come out. I, I really like that part. Um, what, what is, what is uh, special or unique about this gymnastics team this year that um, you've appreciated? Um, every year has been awesome at BYU, but this year I've noticed that like the team is super close and I think like... Of course, there's little groups in the team, like friend groups, but for the most part, everyone's really close friends too. So that's really fun and exciting. And I would also like to advocate for the uh, camps during the summer that you guys put on. My daughter's been to them and has loved the interaction with the team. And you get to compete uh, or, or practice on the same apparatus and whatnot. So mm -hmm. if you have a, a little girl or a boy that wants to do anything with gymnastics, go to the camps for BYU <laughs> Gymnastics. They're fantastic. All right, let's finish with this. We're going to give you some BYU Sports Nation karma because you were kind enough to join us on the show. And you so, are Copper Hills Grizzly. Let's you will go. Be, There's not too many of us here, at least. Yeah. So you will be quicker and stronger and more powerful. I am powerful. I am, I am strong. Quick, I'm I strong and powerful. Yes. So just a little bit more of that when, uh, when you take the karma. Um, and you can share it with your teammates as much as you want to go and beat Utah State. I know that, like, in gymnastics, like, head-to-head. -head, we need to do really... our thing. No, beat Utah beat State. Beat Utah State. <laughs> yeah, that's, that matters to us. Let's go. Yeah, yeah we're, we're definitely watching for this. Yeah. Thanks. Elise, uh, congratulations on a great season. Looking forward to tonight. Thanks, Thank Elise. You. And, again, her D-Blue's coming out in a couple weeks. Stay tuned. And watch tonight at 9 Eastern time, BYU versus Utah State. You're going to see stuff you cannot do physically. On BYU TV at 9 Eastern. Jim Turnett, unite. <laughs> yes, it's going to be incredible. <laughs> I'll be there. Mikhail Murphy will also be Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Up next, a rise is shout out to some Cougars who have left their mark on BYU. There's a lot of them. There's BYU Sports Nation. Senior weekend. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics.
BYU Sports Nation is on demand. Download the free apps, BYU TV and BYU Radio, and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast as well. Just Google it. Yelp it, right? Did you watch the show uh, movie Frequency? I did. Like underrated, great, right? Great movie. At the very end, Dennis the kid Quaid. goes, remember this, kid. Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like, Yahoo? Yahoo? Yeah. Yahoo? <laughs> great movie. Great line. Yeah. Uh, fantasy basketball did not happen last night. Yeah, no Portland game. Yeah. Portland could not get off of the – They literally, I talked to Michael Meek, their head coach. Yeah. He was in the airplane while I was doing my – pre-game interview with him they were trying on, to get on out, Wednesday. And they, and they couldn't. They were on the tarmac for an hour and a half in Portland yeah. and had to deplane because of an issue with the plane. It wasn't even weather-related. It was it was because of the plane on Wednesday. Then the weather issues happened. What a crazy. The Blazers got stuck in their plane. They, like, landed, and they were just, like, there. It's nuts. Needless to say, fantasy basketball will go through Monday night, and yeah. we will recap it on Tuesday because of the Monday game. Monday will update you. Yeah, there you go. It is a big weekend, a senior weekend, uh, if you will, gymnastics, basketball. What do you expect on senior night from BYU men's basketball specifically? Our elite voice of the day presented by PAX Healthcare Elevated. Greg Romano on Twitter says, I expect to say a very emotional farewell to two outstanding young men that I'm so glad came to BYU because they represented the university so well. The great thing is that they'll always be family. Is this written by Vin Diesel? That was that was uh, well well stated there. Family. Greg, Greg, I love that. Wow, that truly is an elite voice of the day. Uh, like, listen, not all are. Uh, that was that was elite. Just end the that show and add a, com- a minute of commercials. All right, we're, we're good. We're good. See ya. <laughs> that was so, that was so good. That was so good. <laughs> end the show. <laughs> Oh, we have to do the Rise and Shoutout? Okay. Oh, oh, we have a Today's Rise and Shoutout presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. But it's tied to what Greg Romano just said. It's, it's the seniors uh, for gymnastics. It's the seniors for men's basketball. Uh, you know, you appreciate every athlete that comes to BYU and gives a tremendous effort to represent, obviously, uh, BYU and what it stands yeah. for. And to some degree, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, whether they're a member of the church or not, right? Um, and yeah, so thanks to the seniors for all the uh, hard work and effort they put in the classroom, the gym, the weight room, everywhere. Grateful to have two elite seniors with us on the show today as our guests. That was fun. Gideon George and Elise Rollins. Copper Hills represent. Sorry to Dennis Pitta who didn't go to Copper Hills. We ran out of time. <laughs> with Jerem Jordan, I am Spencer Linton. And a shout out to Shannon Hortman Evans with Gymnastics on the Mind. See you tomorrow for BYU Women's Basketball at 4 Eastern and BYU Sports Nation game day on senior night at 9 Eastern. Huge day. Go Cougs.